Hey, Carl. Oh, hey, Simon. Hey, how you doing? You right? Yeah, no, I'm fine. Just in my own home. Good. <laughs> Me too. Well, not in your home. I'm in my home. Um, what are we doing here? What's going on? What is this? This is episode seven, maybe? Five? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> um, of Peas in a Podcast. Well, we're sure that it's, a, uh, it's an odd number, though. Guarantees yeah. an odd number. <laughs> I'm Simon. That's Colin. I'm Colin. He's Simon. Um, we're twins. We uh, we do this uh, piece of podcast because we are twins, uh, identical twins, and it seemed funny at the time. <laughs> there's no, uh, there's no, no. Necess- there's some recurring segments. There's some non-recurring segments. There's some just the old, the old chit chat. Yeah. Um, and the the latest exciting up-to-date news from 2019. Is there that's up-to-date a, news? That's a, that's the thing that we're doing. Maybe. Oh my gosh. Well, I met someone yesterday, well, my friend Lee, who knows that Boot Hedge Edge guy. Boot Head Edge? Boot Head Edge. What are you talking about? Yeah, you know, the Democratic candidate that everyone was getting very excited about. That's pronounced Boot Edge. It's pronounced Boot Head Edge. I thought it was Butty Gee. It's pronounced Boot Edge. <laughs> huh, all right. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. So, she, Lee is actually a, a woman. But yes, no. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's some up-to-date news. Um, so you're, if I remember rightly, not standing to be um, leader of the Conservative Party and therefore Prime Minister. Is that right? Um, I don't think so. But at this no. point, it's more likely that I am that I'm not. That I'm not. Have you done drugs? <laughs> I've I've never done any stronger drug than codeine. Okay. How, how Could- about you? Are you are you standing for the Tory leadership? I'm not. No, no, I'm not. No, no, no. And have uh, you done drugs? I have not done drugs, but it seems this puts us both in minority because <laughs> the, the entire, well, not the entire. I don't know what the slander laws are here. Um, the, the vast majority of the thirteen so far candidates, I think, um, have admitted. Yeah, I did cannabis. Yeah, me love love a bit of cocaine. Can't get enough of it. Um, <laughs> really, guy. I saw that Michael Gove had. He's done the coke. Yeah. Andrew um, Ledson did she? I think, yeah, most of them said just said cannabis. Um, Rory Stewart is opium. I like Rory Stewart. Also, when did he do that? Like 1840? Do people um, still do opium? They do in Iran, which oh, apparently, right. apparently it was being passed around and it would have been rude not to. Was, oh, well, um, I probably would have done the same in his position. <laughs> yeah, Although I did turn uh, down snuff when I was offered that. Snuff, good lord. <laughs> if you ha- go to a former hall at Magdalen as a member of the MCR, or middle common room for those who don't know that. I didn't know uh, that was a middle common room. Yeah, that's between that's the, where the snuff and the happens, is it? They offer you snuff. They seem quite surprised I didn't want to snort tobacco. <laughs> like, no, of course not. But I will take that port. I thank you, sir. Mm, much like Francis Drake. That, kind of, that might be something. Um, terrible. Yeah, um, and you, you have to pass port the opposite way to snuff, but I, I can't which one's which, but if you pass them the wrong way, you've marked yourself out as someone who might only be from the JC here. Mm, I think you pass port to the left. Um, I don't remember, but I do, I love port. So okay, yes, uh, Johnson, Hancock, Rob, Ledsom, and Hunt have all said they've done cannabis. And Michael Gove, your friend Michael Gove, okay, says that teachers should put, or put in place the ruling that teachers should be banned from the profession for life if they've been found to do cocaine. Apparently so. Um, not, this is my official announcement. I'm no longer no longer a fan of Gove. Oh, that's nice. That's Are you it. rescinding the Tories completely? No, slash hashtag Team Hunt. So I'm a hashtag Team Hunt. Has he not done drugs then? Well, he's done cannabis. <laughs> okay, you're all you're right with cannabis, are you? Well, not really, but it's better than coke, I suppose. Is it? I don't know how these things work. I don't understand drugs. No, I, I don't really, but I think cocaine is class A. 
Um, cannabis might not be these days. Who knows? Uh, yeah, it's I'm always yeah, perplexed by how. Speaking of being perplexed about intoxication. Um, sure. Okay. Is it my port thing again? Because I love port. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's probably, if I had to choose, it would be um, the the gin that you drink in bed. <laughs> I, I don't like gin. I drink wine. It was a whiskey in bed. Whiskey in bed, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's normal. Yeah, sure. The lights um, are on. Actually, they're not always on. Okay. <laughs> I have the lights on if I'm drinking wine in bed. Right. Well, it's good to have a a, a regime, I suppose. Um, yeah. They had this great. thing. Um, speaking of your um, <laughs> bed drinking, they had a thing. Um, <laughs> yes. Go on. Across Europe, they were asking people um, how many times on average they got drunk per year. Okay. And um, I'm sad to say that the UK came top of the pile oh. um, with 51.1 times average. Per wow. year, which astounds me. That's like once a week. That is like once a week, which for all the people for like Christmas. like me who who don't drink at all, and a lot of people I know who drink but don't get drunk. I would like to say that does include me. I'm not. <laughs> I don't actually get drunk on whiskey in bed. Sure. <laughs> I mean, you do, but sure. <laughs> I absolutely don't. I've never been drunk. <laughs> uh, not that you're aware of. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, presumably mean? you just drink whiskey until you pass out. <laughs> well, yes, but in the sense of going to sleep. <laughs> sure. Um, I just find that really weird. But I, I'm talking about this at work, and, and it seemed to spark no surprise. They're like, yeah, the vast majority of people get drunk once a week. I mean, I, mean, it, I also feel like England probably has the culture of, yeah, mate, you'll get drunk. So probably people who spend their evenings not getting drunk, more likely to claim they have. Hmm. I don't know how much... People, I mean, if if you ask a group of people, sure. I think when you're just saying it to Ipso Mori or whatever, you probably don't feel the need to inflate it. Mm. Maybe I don't know. I, I I do care a lot about what survey takers think takers think of me. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I don't. I've never never partaken in a survey as far as I can remember. That can't be true. You, you were there when uh, when I that had... dreadful man. <laughs> no, it's not racist, but it's never a great way to start a story. Yeah, I, I once had a guy who was a, for those of you who aren't Simon, uh, who was a, a pollster who said it took twenty minutes. I think it took about an hour and a quarter. Um, so boring. And yes, he was not the world's well, not the best guy, but he decided to stop in the middle for a long anecdote about yes, he's, which he prefaced with saying, "I told a joke and it isn't racist." <laughs> um, I, I'm Spoilers: gonna, It was racist. I'm not sure it was racist. It definitely wasn't funny. <laughs> or it's not funny. really a joke if memory no. serves. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, maybe I should start saying this isn't racist, just just prefacing anything I say. Hmm, but once if you say something racist afterwards, you'd be a liar. Uh, that's a great point. And that would be that'd be worst thing <laughs> in the world. Don't be a liar, do you, son? No, no I don't. <laughs> um, should we move on to one of our famous segments, uh, Colin versus Simon? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um... So, for those who are new to this podcast, uh, it doesn't doesn't get better than this. <laughs> uh, uh, every time we choose a famous Colin and famous Simon, and uh, we decide which of them is better, and whichever, and, and I think I like things. I like to think we both mm-hmm. do it at the level-headed, honest approach. Um, we don't, though. We both just push our own until one is, gets bored. I suppose. Um, <laughs> I mean, when we had Simon Pegg versus Colin Firth, I was very happy to admit from the outset that Colin Firth is better than Simon Pegg. That's true. It's true, and the, 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 some of my victories because I think I've won more than you have, but some of them have been slightly surprising. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I think you're. I think you're two out. At least. I mean, who knows how many of these things we've done? But um, who's your Simon for this time then? Well, Simon Thomas, not myself. Oh yeah, Simon Thomas, erstwhile Blue Peter presenter, current I think sports presenter. Hmm, a strong bid. Um, I've gone for for serial winner, Colin Thackeray. Who? <laughs> Why do you, I mean? You must have. If you just run out of people that anyone's heard of. <laughs> Uh, making it topical, so I'm going for the the winner of Britain's Got Talent, Colin Thackeray. Oh, that Thackeray. one. So, okay. So what what does he do? What is his act? Uh, he's a singer. He sings. Um, Why is he on Britain's Got Talent? I have such a beef, and this won't help your cause. <laughs> right. With people who go on Britain's Got Talent to sing, we have a million singing shows. Ain't nobody want you singing here, Colin. Well, apparently the British public. Apparently, apparently they do. Um, <laughs> the British public vote for it. I don't. Now, uh, I'm not a not a watcher of Britain's Got Talent, um, but I did uh, mere minutes before this podcast um, watch him singing uh, "Wind Beneath My Wings." Oh, he's I'll be singing not... that myself. Yeah. It's, it's an evening. He's not very good. Is he uh, not? If I'm frank, he's. I mean, he's not bad. He's. I think, and I don't want to be immodest. I'm. I think I sing better than he does. Um, I don't. He's quite immodest. He's just one Britain's Got Talent. <laughs> He has. The only um, forms we're singing is the Bishop's Award. And the Dean's Award. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, true, but my suspicion is he's won largely because he's a, a Chelsea pensioner, I think. That's, How is he? Well, he wears the red get-up. I think that's for Chelsea pensioner. Is and he? he's got, he wears he wears a few medals. And so basically he's getting the, isn't he a great veteran prize rather than he can actually sing particularly well. Okay. Uh, um but I mean, from that clip I saw, he seemed like a he seemed fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, before we before we rule him out entirely, let me mm, read you Simon mm. the the headline from the mirror uh, okay. when I when I just googled him to remember what his surname was. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> BGT winner Colin Thackeray shops in supermarket and takes bus after two hundred fifty thousand pound win. Okay. <laughs> It's an exclusive. <laughs> well, um, speaking of the mirror, um, okay. Only this week I discovered that in only in January, the mirror had tagged me in an article about Simon Thomas of a Blue Peter. Hmm. Which was, was yes. I don't know quite how when someone at the mirror starts typing in Simon Thomas, I'm the first person to come up because there are a lot of us, and he's certainly more famous than me. But. Hmm. Maybe you're the premier. I mean, is your, are you like Simon Thomas, like without any punctuation or letters or anything on there? Well, on my Facebook? actually, my Facebook sort of URL thing is stuck in a book because I meant to assign it to my stuck page for my blog, but uh. I accidentally did it to the wrong one. So <laughs> that is what I am. Okay. So, uh, so it seems like he's. He's been an annoyance. No, I can't do this. He's great. <laughs> so he's a charming chap. Even before he got in the headlines for his wife dying, and everyone was very sorry for him, which obviously mm. was extremely sad. He, you know, good. Everyone likes a bit of Blue Peter. I mean, not anymore. No one watched it, but in in his day, people were still watching it. Yep. yep. Um, he's a nice Christian man. He is. He is. He loses a few points to me that he likes sport, but that might help in your eyes. <laughs> well, no, I think I think what we're saying, Zion, is that if you're prepared to go for him as the winner, that you're saying that you love the football. I think there's no way around it. I mean, there is a way around it in that I'm not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, 
Scanning this mirror article, I feel like I've got I've, I've got more of a chance than I thought I had. Okay. Um, so he's won two hundred fifty thousand pounds. Great. Um, he's donating it all to um, the Royal Hospital Chelsea. Does he know he's doing that? <laughs> Possibly. Um, he uh, he sang in honour of his late wife. Oh, I don't care about that. His wife of sixty years. Yeah, so it was presumably she wasn't young when she died. <laughs> not like Simon Thomas's wife. Um, okay, I mean, let's not battle dead wives. It's slightly, <laughs> slightly in bad taste. Um, um, I'm sure there's another... Oh, yes, here we go. He says, I don't mm. think I'm a heartthrob. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that's something that... What, is it really an objective opinion anymore? <laughs> or subjective, sorry. Because um, uh, isn't he like 10,000 years old? He's 89. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you might have won Brilliant Scott Talent, Carl... But I don't have high hopes for you winning the more important prize, Simon versus Collins. <laughs> I, don't but, know I mean, it's ca- nice, I guess, that there's a Colin in the news, even if it is one who is the correct age for a Colin, unlike he's, you. He's, he's not a young man. I don't know if he's kept his hair. He's never taken this Chelsea pensioner hat off. Yeah. What, what is a Chelsea pensioner hat? Well, it's a black hat. It's got RH for Royal Hospital, I guess. But, you know, you know these... Well, it's not always red, the, 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 the get-off, but usually red. But, I don't think I know what this is. Maybe it is always red. You must have seen Chelsea pensioners. I'm not well, talking about John Terry, you know? I, I don't know who that is. John Terry. <laughs> is he a snooker player? He's a retired Chelsea footballer. That was the that was the joke. I hated it. But um, I don't know what a Chelsea pensioner is. It's just give you a talk about them sometimes. Who awards this? How did he become one? Um, by re- being a soldier and retiring, I guess. Like that. So he's a soldier. He was a soldier. Well, that loses some points for me as well. He's you a ve- war veteran. <laughs> well, that and doesn't help. Yeah, and he sports <laughs> you know, olives. Or possibly grapes, but I think they're olives. He likes <laughs> olives. Well, this picture of him in the supermarket shows him buying some kitchen towel and some olives. I went to a wedding recently where a lot of the best man's speech was about how the groom liked olives. <laughs> I'm hoping that this person's not listening to this. <laughs> was the groom was great speech. particularly boring? Yeah. <laughs> No, he's a nice guy, but I mean, that was a boring fact. Like, no one cares that you like olives. Everyone likes olives. I don't like olives. Don't you? <laughs> no one likes olives. That's a good fact for a speech. <laughs> loads, of, loads of people don't like olives. It's like I one love the... olives. I ate olives this evening. Actually, I had olives. I did have an olive the other day, and it wasn't as bad as I remember olives being. But... You've got to keep going with olives, apparently. I mean, I like them as soon as I started eating them. But apparently, you have to persevere. So, in conclusion, <laughs> I like olives. Simon <laughs> is better than Colin. <laughs> Yeah, fine, okay. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think I was going to win this one. <laughs> when? I didn't even have to go to Simon Seabag Montefiore this week. Do you? <laughs> that historian guy. Do <laughs> you? He's got a great name. Anyway, I'll, um, the mirror, if you are doing a piece on this, make sure you... We can tag both of us. Hmm. I don't think the mirror can be doing a piece on this. <laughs> I mean, in fact, they did a piece on Man Takes Bus, despite (laughs) winning prize that he's already pledged to donate to someone else anyway. (laughs) Man Takes Bus, despite no net change in his earnings. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's nice of him to donate it all. I would have kept a good half of it myself. Mm, Maybe he's he's already loaded. Maybe the record deal that they're going to have to give him as part of the prize. Oh no, one ever does anything after Prince got talent. How dare you, Simon? Diversity are going strong. Are they? Apparently they're still going, at least. Are they? Apparently. So. Oh, yeah. I finished my job yesterday. Are you treasonous? Two days ago. Two days ago. What? 
Well, you tre- <laughs> no, she stole my day, and also I didn't. I wasn't like I'm just going to keep taking a salary until I feel confident in my replacement, which apparently is something you can do if you're Theresa May. And the, uh, I mean, what, what you think we should just not have a prime minister for a while? Is that your plan? I mean, it can't be worse. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, it can. Um, we've now, uh, we've now effectively timed when we're doing this, so it's going to be embarrassing for me when I don't release this for like a month. No one cares. <laughs> But it, made me, um, it did make me think about jobs. Oh, yeah. And job etiquette as a fun topic of conversation. Job etiquette, okay. That's good. Yeah. Job, job etiquette? No, that doesn't work. Carry on. I think that's terrible. Um, I didn't really have anything else. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't have a clue what you're talking about. So <laughs> maybe, maybe you could expand on what job etiquette means. <laughs> Just, you know, fun stories about things that happen in the workplace. What shit, do's and don'ts. What's okay for a workplace? What's not okay for a workplace? And okay. I don't mean like nudity. I mean, like... <laughs> what, my mind immediately went to nudity. <laughs> Basically, I was thinking about the old tweet recently about bringing your children into the office. Oh, well, I see where you're going with it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that sort of because you got there. Okay, so this is now my pinned tweet because I feel very strongly about this. Yeah, I mean, it was amazing that you pinned it. It's such a waste of time. Firstly, <laughs> no one cares what your pinned tweet is. <laughs> and I want to be clear, I mean you personally, not people in general. Exactly, <laughs> <laughs> it's not like it's had loads of extra interaction because of its pinned tweet. It might have done. I've not looked at the stats. It has. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, carry on. Um, I'm just going to check the stats. I'm using the Twitter stat finder thing. I here. replied to it with a picture of some goats. Total engagements three, impressions two ninety four. It's all going on. Uh, the tweet reads in its entirety: "Don't bring kids into the office. It's an office." I feel very strongly about this. Um, I work in a in, in a fairly standard open plan office, and every now and again, people and by people I generally mean women. I don't think a man has ever done this, but it could be man or woman. Bring in their flipping kids, whether they're usually when they're babies, sometimes they bring in slightly older kids. Not for the day, but just kind of like, oh, I just popped in to say hello and bring my, show you my child. It's awful. <laughs> Utterly awful. We're sitting there, we're trying to do work, we're trying to be professional, and you've got your whinging kid taking up space and making a loud noise, and all these people clashing around and going, oh, look, it's a baby. <laughs> Obvious glee, was it? Sometimes I just leave the office at that point. It's like, I can't work in these conditions. I'm just going <laughs> to walk out. Where do you go? Yeah, sometimes I just go for no lunch. Sometimes I just hang around outside <laughs> for a bit. <laughs> I mean, that seems like overkill. I, guess I can't work with kids mewling. I, I don't go wandering into nurseries and... It's important you don't. <laughs> shouldn't bring it to the office. There's, um, there's another chap in the office called Ian who agrees with me on this. Um, so we sympathise with each other and, and generally alert the other if it's happening. In fact, um, <laughs> although we sit fairly close, which we both know. But um. so I didn't make I didn't suggest this the debate topic because I, I don't fundamentally disagree with you. <laughs> but I don't mind it if it's during a maternity or paternity leave. If it's like it's a keep in touch day or whatever, they're like, "Here's my baby. You've not met my baby before. It's all right. I can cope with it." Particularly if they're in a com- communal area and not in like the working area. If they're in the kitchen or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um. Is there a soundproof booth somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> it's when they're like three or something, or or mm. at school. It's like, oh, they just need to pop in. It's like, no, mm. your child can wait downstairs in W. H. Smiths, being tended to by strangers. <laughs> I mean, we, don't, we, we don't have the Smiths in our in our office. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't Smiths in my old office. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I can understand 
childcare arrangements are difficult, so if you've got no alternative, fine. But it's the ones who bring them in just so you can see them. It's like, we know what a baby looks like. You <laughs> sent us the flipping picture of the baby. It looks like a baby. <laughs> I, d- I know that you're <laughs> bored out of your mind, but it was your decision to have this child. <laughs> <laughs> or not. Well, possibly um, not. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, it's also, I don't think it's ever been my close friends, you know. So it's always someone I sort of know in the office, and you're like, oh, I don't really know you well enough. Just go and say hello. Actually, no, that's not true. When I was my boss, that was, you know, that was fine. It was nice to see my boss's baby. But when, it, when, my, when it was my boss, I made clear <laughs> that it was not acceptable behavior. <laughs> In fairness, I think my, so well known about the NLI for this that I, she was alerted to the fact that we didn't think it was acceptable. And rather than go like, oh no, it's great, I was like, oh, I was just like, yep, it's not acceptable. <laughs> and I did not go over with everyone else to look at her child. <laughs> Why would I want to look at her child? Yeah, it sounds like you are a douche, basically. <laughs> I mean, it's one thing to not like it, it's another to be like, your child's awful. <laughs> That wasn't awful. I don't want to look at anyone's kids. <laughs> um, we should say for a debate segment, your theories that people should not care about their best friend's children. <laughs> um, for um, the purposes of any of my friends who are listening, <laughs> your, your kids are the exception. They're wonderful. <laughs> and I can't hear enough about you know how they put on a shoe or lost a hat or something. <laughs> it's, it's a great... I love those stories. <laughs> Um, Please tell me what amusing things they've accidentally said. Oh, that is quite fun, usually. No. Anyway. <laughs> other words. So I was thinking, what? I've got to thinking. I've never seen Sex and City, but apparently they say that a lot in that. Um, Are we trying what? to win in the late Sex and City crowd? Is that the plan? <laughs> wow. People love this podcast who love Sex and the City. I'm, I'm such a Samantha. <laughs> I mean, you're, I don't think you are from what I know. What little I know of Samantha. <laughs> yeah, but it's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. Um, Ca- oh, I Carrie. Don't... There's a Carrie. I'm such yeah, a Carrie. There's, there's two others. I'm such a Michelle. I think you're more likely to be one of the other two. Like the boring ones. Oh, fine. <laughs> 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 um, so I got to thinking, what other... Yeah, Kim Grichel was in Police Academy. <laughs> <laughs> what other workplace <laughs> etiquette issues there were? And, I, and first I thought, tea rounds. Okay. Or coffee. You know, some people drink coffee. So, I don't know what it's been like at your workplaces. I've only worked in two offices where you were allowed to drink at your desk. Because when I worked at the Bodleian, we couldn't do that. Um, I assume, from what I know of you, you drink a lot at your desk. Love me some tea. Drink some tea right now. Some chai tea. Mm. Which is just the word tea in, I'm going to say, Urdu. Okay. Um, Presumably you also drink whiskey at your desk. (laughs) No, I do not. I have not. I drink alcohol at work. Yes, but only at AUP. Um, oh, that's all right. Office, we said an office with PR. They were constantly drinking wine. But um, yeah, so AUP, if someone said, tea anyone? Usually me. We'd all just go together. A little trip to the kitchen. What? Oh, it yeah, was great. I remember this. It's insane. <laughs> I sort of thought it was normal. It's, it's. I mean, I don't know how much work you guys had to do. <laughs> the idea that you could all just saunter off to get a cup of tea rather than one person doing a tea round suggests nice. probably not that fun. much. Everyone went to chat. I mean, I've never had to do that much work in any job I'm doing. But um, then my new job, or sorry, the job I've just left, rather, it was just someone said, anyone want tea? And then they go and make it all. Which to me seems much worse because, A, you're not getting the social stuff. You're not getting to have a nice chat. B, I always capitulate for other people, so I was making maybe three quarters of the tea, ra- tea rounds for the team. See, there's doors in the way, and I'm holding all these mugs. 
Well, uh, I'm just in a position. So my old team, um, we don't have doors. It's all open plan, so there's no doors to go through. But uh, we would we do tea rounds. So I think six was in the team generally, and, and usually four or five people liked having tea. But me and Matt drank a lot more tea than anyone else. So the tea rounds are more or less split between us two and with the occasional round from other people. Um, but with various etiquette things of um, if you weren't at your desk... You didn't. They didn't have to be offered a cup of tea. Yeah. But then fair. some people kind of moan like, "Oh, I was only away from my desk for a minute. You must have known." And there's one guy I used to work with who hopefully isn't listening to this. Actually, <laughs> this is this is not insulting. It's fun. Um, he's still. I'm he, still in the same office, but he would always moan that I didn't get him a cup of tea first thing in the morning before he was there. <laughs> like, I'm not going to moan about these things. Hmm. I mean, he likes to moan. Uh, but it's like, I'm not, I'm not going to get you a cup of tea if you're not in the office. I mean, <laughs> I would sometimes sit and wait until people have gone to the loo or something so I can make fewer <laughs> cups of tea. <laughs> it's like, now yeah. is my moment. Yeah, I've probably done that. But, um, but yeah, so it did mean that we made a lot of tea. But uh, in my current team, which is a bit more antisocial in this way, is that there's no there's no tea runs at all. It's every man from himself. Um, and every now and again, someone will say, do you fancy a cup? But by and large, we just go and get our own, which... I'm actually okay with, to be honest. Because um, the all this time spent going around saying, oh, who wants to go in? You can't just go and rushing a cup of tea or something. You've got to get in four or five. It's 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 a nice idea, but to have to be that restricted on it. We, then we have one guy on the team I've just left who would sometimes just go and get a cup of tea on his own mm. without offering any. And then I would, like, five minutes later, pointedly be like, would anyone like to eat? Oh, I see you've got one. But, mm. <laughs> you know, um, but what to do? You can't just overlook it completely. Well, see, on my previous team, because the, the, the idea of the tea round was so in, ingrained, Sounds yes, like it, yes. if, um, if anyone did that, they would get they would definitely hear about <laughs> Literally it. Literally fired. <laughs> but, uh, on my old... Uh, a team in my old office, which I wasn't on, but I heard about this, is that they had a coupon system where you'd always start off with a certain what? number of or tokens or something. you start off with a certain number of tokens, and every time you want, like someone did a round, um, if you wanted one, you had to give them your token. Good grief. And then... <laughs> You could, they would have those tokens. So the idea being, it would share out the tea rounds. But genuinely, you had situations where someone's like, "Fancy tea," and like, "Oh, I can't. I've run out of tokens." Um, That's insane. Was that just? Was that just the team, or was it like the whole company? Just the team. So, Good but it's going way up. I'm way over I the thought top. Mine, I can't believe we've never spoken about this before, Colin. <laughs> but I, th- I thought it was crazy when we, you know, slightly passive aggressive tea making, but that's. <laughs> I mean, there must, presumably there are lots of people who don't drink tea on your team, or don't drink coffee or tea. Or uh, yeah, one or two. Yeah, I mean, I'm so I'm starting my new job on Wednesday, um, and I'm yeah a bit nervous about what the tea sitch will be because when particularly when you start a job, you don't feel like you can say you want, you know, you can't demand tea rounds if people aren't ready. You have to sort of just go with the flow for a bit, and you don't really want to be the guy being like, "Anyone want tea?" until you've settled in a bit. Hmm. Because when I go to Edinburgh, they have. Effectively, these tea runs, but also water. So it's like if you go and get some water, you've got to offer everyone else. I think that's what? going over the top. Yes. I'm going to drink tea out of a flask in the loo, aren't I? No. <laughs> I'm just going to have to do it. <laughs> no. no. I'm just going to be no. having a straw in my jacket pocket. I mean, if you want to spread more tea. rooms about your whiskey drinking, probably doing it, <laughs> drinking out of an unmarked flask <laughs> in private. It's going, to work. it's going to achieve that aim. Yeah, I used I mean, to work with a guy t- called Barber, who seemed to spend most of his working day just getting water for everyone. He <laughs> <laughs> like, had a little trolley in the end, doesn't it? That's my- cute. Maybe I, should, I used to have that lovely trolley from when I was like four or five. Yeah, don't bring a trolley. <laughs> <laughs> First day. Hey guys, <laughs> tea trolley! Maybe I shouldn't use that voice at work. <laughs> or anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say you probably, probably shouldn't do those things. No. 
Mm. Um, I love tea, but giving up tea for Lent mm. has helped in that I think I could probably cope without a day, tea at work for a day if need be. Oh, probably, man. Probably. Uh, I mean, it's, I wouldn't get any work done. Lord <laughs> <Not> knows. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, because I I also gave up tea for lunch with you, um, but the third time, and I'm drinking a lot less tea since since Easter. So I, I, when it's quite common now not to have any tea until the afternoon, I just drink a lot of water. Yeah, I am not drinking less tea. I'm drinking lots of water. I'm keeping oh. very well hydrated. I'm so proud of you. I'm so thrilled to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking about uh, sustenance, I I baked some cookies yesterday. Did you? I am <laughs> proud of you for that. <laughs> What um, recipe did you use? Uh, I just Googled some. Um, okay. <laughs> Chocolate chip? Well, no, because the thing is, I, I kind of wanted something. I didn't have anything. I had to just use stuff I had in my cupboards. Which I assume was nothing. <laughs> um, so I didn't have any um, cookie extras, as the recipe called them. Okay. Um, but you did have flour. I had flour. I only had plain oh, flour, but I did have some baking powder, so I chucked that in. Um, um, two different types of sugar, just because it said sugar, and I thought, well, I've got two different types. What are your types? Talk me through. Castor and Demerara. Love it. Great. Uh, um, when did you get Demerara sugar? I've changed. I don't know. I have a well-stocked kitchen. I don't have that. You do not have well. <laughs> I, was, I, I never was have pretty... anything to eat when I'm there. Uh, i old potatoes. <laughs> I don't have any potatoes. Um, Remember that time you opened a cupboard door and just had potatoes that had the eyes are grains so much? It was oh, like yeah, a foot yeah. above the potato bag. Yeah, I, I do tend to do that. With potatoes. <laughs> um, yeah. Thing is, though, I, I forgot, as I did the last time I cooked anything, um, just how much they get hard after you've cooked them. Oh, yeah. So they, they, they've ended up way too hard. So just to clarify, these cookies were just... So there was no chocolate chip, there was no... Uh, there was, it was just, just dough. Uh, was, yeah, basically, so it was sugar, flour, uh, butter, and some golden syrup, which they was in the recipe, yeah. which was a little bit. But, um, okay. Uh, yeah, so they, they would have done nicely. Well, they would have been better if I chucked some other stuff in them, but I didn't have anything. But I think them with ice creams on. So that nice, makes, was that, good. Mm, I say too crunchy, but uh, put them nicely with the. I made something the other day, which is less of a surprise because I bake a lot. Mm. Um, mostly because I wanted to use up my white chocolate buttercream. Of course. Uh, and um, they were they were, had this really weird to taste, but also quite more. I swayed quite a lot, and I quite, felt quite ill. I was like, something's not right here, and I don't know what it is. So I just had to throw away all the ingredients <laughs> I used in it. So I threw away a tub of golden syrup, I threw a load of sugar, I threw away some marge, I threw away some vanilla extract. I was like, it's I don't not, know which of these it is, and I don't not, want to tr- It's not really sugar, is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought probably not, but you can't, you can't risk it. Just threw the lot away. I think it might have been the syrup, but I wasn't sure. Well, it's more likely the margarine, isn't it? What I thought, but I used to that in my sandwich and it was fine. Well, because the syrup I put in these is very, very old and it's basically all crystallised yeah, now. The syrup can't really go off, can it? But no. don't, you want to risk it. It might be the vanilla. Vanilla might do, I don't know. But yeah, the marge is the, is the go-to, but that seemed fine, so I don't know. I don't hmm. know. But uh, yeah, so there you go. Make, make me some cookies and I kind of... Now I've just got lots of cookies to eat. <laughs> I've eaten most of them. You could take them into work tomorrow. Uh, I'm not on work till Thursday, son, um, because I've got an exam on Wednesday. On your the day so that you off, the day that you start work, I'm doing an exam on analytic uh, number theory. So you're off work tomorrow, but still too busy to see me. You here? Yeah, it's like I'm coming to Bristol on Monday. <laughs> Do you want to see each other? And you're like, no, I'm too busy. Oh, I didn't. I thought it was in the evening. Oh, maybe I said evening. Yeah, I can see if you want. Maybe I'll message you after this. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I mean, I might be revising, but hey, whatever. It's uh, so yeah. It's first first exam in seven years, I think, and first math exam in twelve years. So this is uh, exciting times. What did you do twelve years ago? My my degree. <laughs> oh yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that was longer ago, but it wasn't really, was it? No, so, mm. so, uh, so for those who excited about my actuarial history, uh, my exam history, the actuarial exams after that. So yeah. Uh, it's nice to get back into your maths, son. I've missed it. Yeah, me too. I love math. Um, I had the 10-year reunion of my master's yesterday. Oh, I saw a picture of you and five girls. Uh, four girls. Four yes. girls. Was that what that I was? Mean, I mean, I invited lots of people, but only four other people turned up. <laughs> that was sad. But, well, I mean, it was great to see them. I was just hoping there might be a few more people. <laughs> but two more people wanted to come and could not. Sure they did. Yeah. So, um, that was fun. Ten years. Uh, there was a, we had a school reunion, didn't we, that no one went to and they cancelled it. Yeah, which I always thought I'd go to a school reunion and I looked at the list of people who were invited. <laughs> it's like, nope, don't want to see you guys anymore. I Although you're in touch with all sorts of people, school people. Me? Yeah. And, uh, am I? I guess. Oh, I see a lot of Justin. And I, I saw a few of them at Justin's wedding. I'm yeah, so, I mean, all I've seen. I guess I'm in touch online with quite a few, but, um, but not in person, really. Well, I met with Bradley oh. a couple of years ago. Um... Hey Brad, if you're listening. Uh, but the uh, never was a Brad, was he? I feel like no. Bra- Brad is sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I still see a lot of people from uni. I've seen uh, twelve people from uni so far this year. Not counted. I'll be yeah. honest. No. I'm going to be honest with you. Telling it to you, Terry. I appreciate that. Uh, would you like to try out an exciting new segment? Oh, okay. Um, it's called "Does Simon Know Football Expressions?" For heaven's sake! Well, I did once film a video about football terminology for Oxford Dictionaries, so maybe I will. Isn't that tennis? We did tennis as well. All right. Different. All right. I'm, I've, I've tried to have any comment with one because I think it could be a recurring segment. Uh, okay. Um, great. 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 Uh, great. Great. What, great. What, what What would you think it means, Simon? And it maybe is in your video. What do you think it means if a football team parks the bus? That was in the video. Ah, can you remember? Unduly defensive defence. <laughs> sure, that'll do it. They were all just hanging around in front of the goal, trying mm. like, don't get any here. We're like a bus in front of said goal. Very good. Oh, which yeah. me, I'll do, um, maybe I'll do another one since you got that one so uh, since you um, so did so well on that one. Uh, do you know what a nutmeg is? That was also in the video. Oh, you when just... you kick a ball through players' legs from... And I think the etymology is unsavoury. Yeah. Well, I think it, yes. Mm. I'm not going to spell it out for you. I mean, I, I, I'm not confused. I've never come across that, <laughs> that concept before. I think it, that seems unlikely to me. Well, football people are scum. They probably have <laughs> done that. No offence. No That's no, actually very offensive. Um, um, well, so basically, what, I know everything about football. So you basically know everything about football. Yeah. Uh, do you know what a shutout is? Uh, no. Because that's um, not football, but I think it's... It's, some, it's an American expression, but it basically means the same as a clean sheet. Which is that when you don't score anything? That's when you don't concede anything. Okay. So, I, the ah, less complex okay. terminology, I don't know. <laughs> um, so called, I think, because uh, days from when goals would be just a sheet hanging up, and if your ball doesn't hit it, then you have a clean sheet. Yeah, makes sense. Hmm. And do you know where the term love in tennis comes from? Um, I believe Simon that is not yet it is not known <laughs> I was so ready to be like uh, uh, to I, whichever I of the many options you would get I did watch your tennis video <laughs> um, so celebrity impressions alright yeah got one yeah got one? sure <laughs> well 
Let's do them talking about tennis. Do you want to, do you want to explain the segment? It's a, it's a complex segment, but people might not get it. <laughs> so it's when we have created an impression right. of a celebrity's face. Okay. From, a, from a, Pastor of Clarence. Oh, Pastor of Paris. okay. <laughs> Mailed it to the other person, who hopefully has received it in the mail. So I posted it. Got on American. What do you think of my Alec Guinness? <laughs> um... Yeah, and I don't know if I'd recognise Alec Guinness <laughs> if I saw him. Is he dead, probably? Uh, yes, yes, he died some time ago, yes. Uh, okay, so I'm going to do my person talking about tennis. Okay. I think it's important that we talk about tennis. That's what it is. It's very important that we do that. Is it the Reverend Ian Paisley? <laughs> it is the Reverend Ian <laughs> Paisley. That's very good. Thank you very much. <clears throat> yeah. Which no. I, I'm not sure I've ever heard him speak. My <laughs> dad's impression of him so often that I'm basing it. It's a second hand. No, that's very good. That's very good. Thank you. Um, I, I always thought you were terrible at impressions, <laughs> no, but, no, but no, now, now I realise you're some sort of impression genius. <laughs> I mean, you do tend to get my impressions correct, mm, and you never get mine. So <laughs> no. <laughs> <clears throat> Maybe today's the day. This could be. <laughs> no, we're not a nation that plays a lot of tennis, but. Uh, I like to feel that uh, we've got some good pl- tennis players up here. I think it's Billy Connolly. It is Billy Connolly. Oh, my, amazing. amazing. And Billy Connolly used to be better. You used to do a really good Billy Connolly. Yeah, long time ago. That, that was in and out of good. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Billy. We've done so well. <laughs> well, that was unusually successful and short. <laughs> my, my, my Billy Connolly impression always used to be him saying... Um, I've got a spell. I've never worked. I've never worked with uh, Tom Cruise before. Uh, right. I always go fast. Spell on the Judy Dance. If you just heard. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I, a little. I probably should have gone horse, shouldn't I? Yeah. Yeah. It's good to just breathe in a lot. Anyway. Okay. Well, that's all about that. He was in the last summer, right? You know? That's when he worked with Tom Cruise. Uh, most people. Most people went in it. Agree to disagree. Okay. I mean, I've, I've seen it. <laughs> no, I was once on the way to see it. Oh, yeah. I was going to meet up with James Leddingham. I was on the bus on the way to Worcester. And as I got near Worcester, I thought, I don't want to see The Last Samurai. I'm going to text him I'm not coming and go watch Lost in Translation instead. You know what? Don't regret it. That seems incredibly rude. Was anyone it else? It was quite rude, yes. I think, I don't remember. I think must have probably other people were coming. Did you go to the same cinema? <laughs> Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> wow. That is incredibly I just, rude. <laughs> I'd do it again. Wow. I do like going to cinema on my own. Uh, I usually go to cinema on my own. Oh, I yes, I went to see uh, X-Men with Anna. Okay, sorry to hear it. It was better than I thought it was going to be. They do keep churning those out, don't they? Journey Jan Jans. Um... I think, since you've clearly gone insane, it might be time to move <laughs> on to our, our famous segment. Um, do you I remember? Stop saying famous segment. <laughs> no, I will never stop saying famous segment. Uh, do you remember when? Um, or do you remember the time, or whatever you call it? Um, so, uh, do you remember the time um, when you insisted that we lived in Eckington when the traffic lights were installed? <laughs> no, we're not doing that. <laughs> Pick a different one. That's too mean. <laughs> It's not nice. <laughs> yeah. It's funny that. Um, okay, well, why didn't you go? Was I think of another one? <laughs> but for those of you who don't, you can leave that bit in if you want. <laughs> Simon, um, 
so the do important, remember, the important thing is that I was right. <laughs> such, a, such a douchey thing to bring up. <laughs> uh, do you remember, what, Colin, our first appearance on the Chisborough stage? Uh, I do, Simon. So Chisborough being the, the village our parents used to live in, they do a, um, uh, a biannual, or biannual, biannual um, Christmas show. I think it's just plants that are biennial, isn't it? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to um, look it up as you talk. I mean, I okay, do you want me to do another one about how you're wrong about something? I'm just going to Google it. Please, be my guest. Thank you. Um, um, they do a biennial Christmas show, and um, whilst, I've, I've, I've told this to quite a few people, and they always seem to think, despite how clear I am that it's not <laughs> the case, that we put on a show for the entire village, just the four of us. So I'm always very clear, it's like a variety show, we do a sketch in it, we do one thing in it, whatever else. Um... Yeah, I mean, similarly, my friends, all, I mean, I think willfully confuse those things. But, <laughs> yes. yeah. um, so the first one was um, uh, written by you, son. It was. Uh, and you fondly remember it as being possibly the most rapturously received performance <laughs> that I mean, ever seen. I want to be clear that all I said is it's the best one. I'm not saying it was good. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was, it was good. Um, I didn't have a joke about the word porpoise, which mine did a few years later. That was... <laughs> It was good. Well, I mean, that was, yes, a, a grave omission. I can only apologise. Um, whereas a kind of chat show type thing. Uh, I remember I played Ray Hay, who was a yes, man who was afraid of rhymes. That's such an unfortunate name to remember that affliction. Mm. <laughs> uh, I can't remember what anyone else did, if I'm honest. Um, do you not remember my role, Colin? Uh, you were addicted to uh, Sound of Music. I was. Who was, I was. Who was Hugh Trap. Dad was the interview. I can't remember his name. Hmm. Oh, and Mum was—I think you'd cleverly switch around <laughs> a newsreader's name, Stuart Moira or something. This newsreader one came late uh, a couple years later so when she was uh, Biona Fruce. <laughs> At this point, she sorry, was Smelia Death. I'd like to cross clever from the record. <laughs> Be, so yes, Smelia Death was her name. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I got a laugh. <laughs> Do anything for love. <laughs> um, anything else you want to share about this? Um, it went down very well. You, you gave me almost no lines. I seem to remember. Um, well, I didn't give you any lines because at the time you were you were coming out of your uh, grumpy face. I guess <laughs> is that the best way to phrase it. Um, to the charming gentleman you had today. <laughs> but I thought you were like, oh, I don't do anything on stage. Unless it's oh, fifty kids. <laughs> 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 yeah, I thought you would not want to do it, and then it turns out you are now the actor of the family. So, little did I know, mm. I was hiding your bushel under a. No, that's wrong. Under a bushel, under a bigger bushel, under a further bushel, <laughs> under a Russian dolls of bushels. What is a bushel? Um, like a tub, maybe. <laughs> sure. I, was, I thought it was kind of a basket type things. I guess. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I'll look it up. Um, I think. I think the bit I want most fondly remember, and I'd like you to talk about oh, yeah. bushel, is a measure of capacity equal to eight gallons. That's not useful. That's a, um, oh, big. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Used for corn, fruit, liquids, etc. So basically anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> fruit, yeah, fruit, liquids, etc. I'm not sure what, <laughs> what does that cover exactly? <laughs> yeah. um, is mix 20, sorry, mix 60 whatever year old scotch. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so um, explain this, please. Uh, so there was a, a a line. I was going to say joke, but let's say a line. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> in this which, which was given to me um, where someone says something along the lines of um, <laughs> we felt the old wartime spirit to which I say do you mean mix 60 year old scotch or, mm-hmm. I think I even precisely said 62 year old scotch to try and get it in line with what the year was um, this is a terrible line really um, I didn't deliver it very well and it got nothing <laughs> uh, I believe dad referred to it as the only joke in the thing <laughs> yes it was one he contributed himself <laughs> Um, I was eager not to say it on the second <laughs> night of two because there are two nights of these things but I was not allowed to remove it so I, <laughs> I said it again to, to a room full of silence it's amazing how things can be even quieter than silence <laughs> Uh, however, my 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 own addition to the script, um, oh, yes. I'd like to sell copies of my book Choir Hog Blues: A Thousand One Anagrams of Chisora. Went down like a storm zone. That's when we learned that the key to these things is just to mention a local landmark. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we've had some good times in the old uh, Chisora stage over the years. Some in West Chinook, of course, in the alternative years. Yes, I suppose we have. We've played. Um, what was that, a Scottish Cardinal at some point? Mm. Jedward, we played we Jedward, Jedward, yes. Yeah. Um, in Newsreaders, as mentioned. Uh, uh, Yorkshire Vickers. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Ourselves yeah. in a postmodern sketch. Yeah, that was bad. Um, <laughs> alternative versions of the same person in a Doctor Who sketch. I was quite, oh, yes, quite, that was quite pleased with that one. Um, I played a Dickensian cameraman in a Great British Bake Off sketch where I was not allowed to play Mary Perry, and indeed nobody played Mary Perry. <laughs> But I played Paul Hollywood. And that's not true. Some lady from the, <laughs> who was supposed to play Mary Mary and then didn't turn up because she was in the pub. She turned up the second night. She did, and she did not look like Mary Mary. <laughs> no. No, she didn't. Um, I read, I was, I've just got a new laptop, and I was going, I found an old Word document with the script from one year, and it was really bad. Um, Which is that? I can't remember. I was reading it. It's one of mine. I, I don't recall. Um but yeah, yeah, we have had fun on that. I've got to say, I've been in better acting things. What? <laughs> I mean, we tended not to rehearse until day of, so... Yeah, generally, that's, that's, that is the case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So, what what do you have that I might remember, Colin? Um, well, I really... Just, <laughs> I put all my eggs into the traffic light basket, if I'm, if I'm honest. Um, there must be other things in our life that I can think of. Um, I mean, it's not happened so far. <laughs> I've not really been spending that much time thinking about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is stellar podcast. <laughs> Are you editing this time? Yeah, I think so. When? <laughs> Do you have, this isn't an anecdote, but is it the, the only thing I can think of? <laughs> right, in the, in the 33 and a half years we've known each other. <laughs> yes. Do you remember that time we did a music theory exam? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I don't remember the specifics, but I know there's some reason. Oh, yeah, we couldn't find the car. Oh, so yeah. we've so been collected from our school in Evesham and going to a fancy school in Worcester where they do this music theory exam. It was a con- convent school, wasn't it? Yeah, St. Mary's, I think. Hmm. Um, oh, I don't think it's that anymore. I think it changed because I was in the area the other day visiting my friend Fiona. But, um, yes, so we couldn't find the car and we... We were very nearly late for it, but in fact, we're not late for it. And then, I mean, I didn't have much to say about we took the exam. But I did memorably get six out of 15 in the section of creating or composing your, your own small mm. piece. Whereas I did relatively well on the rest. I got 
didn't get a distinction like you did, but it mm. got pretty close to one. Since, since you mentioned it. Um, <laughs> one um, of the very few examples where I've scored better than you. Um, <laughs> I got 9 out of 15 on that, even though I forgot to put any musical notation in. Um, it was one of the very, very few exams in my life where I left early. And you then realised I was going to wait for you anyway and for our lift. <laughs> so I don't know why I bothered <laughs> leaving early. So... Um, uh, it was, and then realised yes, I, if I'd actually checked, I might have noticed I'd forgotten to do part of one of the questions. So I kind of how it's held you back all this time. Yes, you have to do grade five music theory in order to do any ex- exams after that, which is the only reason anyone ever does music theory exams, as far as I can tell. Uh, yeah, maybe people just do it for the excitement of the theory. It was nice hanging out with Linda Gilman, I guess, for our theory lessons. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, it was good. I bought some new slippers this week, son. Oh no! <laughs> um, do tell them to me in excruciating detail. <laughs> well, um, uh, they're sl- slipper booties. In fact, they're so they're so comfortable. They're amazing. <laughs> do I mean, they make this it, for adults? They do make them for adults and for adult men. Which <laughs> I think I can't remember who it is. A friend of mine's got some, and I, I kind of he said these are comfortable. Try them on. I tried them on. They're amazing. And then like three years later, I bought some. But they came in the wrong colour. If I'm honest, I I ordered. What um, colour did you want? Well, I was a kind of a darkish brown one, I think, and they came grey with a blue lining, but whatever. I mean, that sounds perfectly pleasant. Yeah, no, it is. Um, but yeah, it's so comfortable, Sam. They're lovely. <laughs> <laughs> they, they take a little bit longer to put on than, than you... Because I can't... I, you must look ridiculous <laughs> wearing these. <laughs> I'm not convinced I'd be brave enough to wear them. Cause I, I always take slippers when I go away somewhere, but I'm not sure I'd take these <laughs> away somewhere. Maybe I would. I actually am wearing slippers right now, but I'm not wearing any socks. I've just got some slippers on. Because I, for me, I have come around to slippers. I mean, they don't have backs to them, so you probably don't count them as slippers. And it will, oh, it mules. Don't, spell off. don't get me started on mules. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. Um, but I got them largely because I was just too... It was too cold to be barefoot sometimes, but too hot to wear socks. Because my, my feet are always too hot. Hmm. Mine are usually too cold. <laughs> Crazy, huh? Well, hmm. that's... Identical genetics. Hmm. Old cold foot old over here. C- cold foot. Oh, yeah. C- cold. <laughs> uh, seismically hot foot. Sometimes it's just best not to say stuff. <laughs> I disagree. It's like the film <laughs> Twins, where one has got all the... Uh, all, the all of, In that case, one's big and tall and strong, and one of them's small and puny and unpleasant. <laughs> um, in this case, <laughs> one's got all the cold foot genes. <laughs> When we a, have the same genes. I'm, I'm not a biologist. <laughs> but, um, I'm assuming that they were not identical twins in twins. Uh, that's true. But then uh, you can still change in the womb, I believe. Oh. Epigenetics. Mm. I read a whole book about it. you seen twins? It's a good film. No, of course I've not seen twins. <laughs> <It's> absurd. <laughs> um, check, out, check out twins. <laughs> no. I don't like the Indivito. He's annoying. Okay. But I do, you like, do like sort of... It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Quite, quite a tough quandary there. Hmm. Write in if you have any thoughts about how I could solve this quandary. What? Write into who? <laughs> Just write in, all right? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> if it's meant to be, you'll find us. Write to noted uh, Sky Sports presenter Simon Thomas with your thoughts on watching Dan DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> but also not watching Dan DeVito. Mm, both of those things. <laughs> um, I've written down Swans. Okay. I didn't really have anything to say about them, though. Just a bit of a stab, was it? <laughs> I just thought, maybe there's something interesting. Because you know how everyone's like, if they could break a man's arm, 
Very specific. Oh, Always at home. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> are we giving swans a bad press? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a question. Um, I've, I'm not giving swans any press. <laughs> I've never we given... now. But, um... Yeah, I, I th- yeah. I mean, I guess all the flamingos can probably break your arm, but you don't hear about that, do you? I've been pecked by an emu. You've been pecked by an emu? Yes. No, you haven't. I have. You've not been pecked by an emu. I've been pecked by an emu. It's like I was the, the last to know everything. I was the last to know when Simon got pecked by that emu at the zoo. <laughs> you were there. Your friends reference there. Yeah, thank you. Mm. You were there. It was at Cotswold Wildlife Park. We were, I don't know, seven, eight, ten. A child. Sure. <laughs> I was put my fingers through the bar. Emu pecked me. I ran crying to mum. She said, well, you weren't supposed to put your fingers through the bars. She's got a point. She's got a good point. I went back to see those emus recently. Okay. Many different ones. How long do emus live? Don't know. It's like, oi, emu. Did you put your fingers through the bar? <laughs> I didn't. I've learned my lesson. Okay, see. Because I live 10 minutes from the Cotswold Wildlife Park now. Okay. Just... Just 10 minutes. Ten, emus live 10 minutes away from you, son. They can attack you as you sleep. <laughs> you know people call Shakespeare the Swan of Avon? Um, usually the Bard of Avon, I think. Hmm, the Swan of Avon is also called. Is he? Yep. Okay. I mean, Stratford is noted for swans. Is it? They get black swans. Indeed, they were came down the Avon down to Eckington a while ago. Possibly hmm. every year. But yes, black swan of Avon is a, is a thing. Maybe that's why they do it. I think it was Ben Johnson who called him the Swan of Avon. Are you thinking about being him being called the Upstart Crow? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> it, I'd like a swan, though. You'd like a swan? <laughs> no, I like them. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I'd want a pet swan. Hmm, I don't know why he's sweet Swan of Avon, apparently. All right. I mean, I guess maybe that is why. The Queen doesn't own all the swans. Common error. She owns all the white ones, doesn't she? Like, there's something like she owns all the I don't know, certain type of them. I don't know. I don't know, Colin. I think you've got, the, you've got the, all the, <laughs> the fact that your fingertips are I over. don't know. Well, that <laughs> was... Because <laughs> Prince Charles does the whole swan-upping thing every year, doesn't he? I still, I still don't know what well, that so is. He, like, turns them up. It always feels like it's... Them. Well, it feels like it's turning it's like a, a swan upside down, but I don't think it is. I've not probably got swan-upping. Mm, it's a kind of festival thing every year. Mm. Traditional... Swan upping. Who wrote Swan's Wake? Oh, there's a quick quiz for you. They should really call it Swan Upmanship, really, shouldn't they? They should call it Swan Upmanship. Who wrote Swan's Way? You're failing the quiz. Oh, who wrote Swan's Way? Um, mm. Charles Kingsley. Menon. C'est Marcel Proust. Oh, yeah. It's the first book of Recherche des Trompes Dieu. Okay. <laughs> so much more to say about Swan's. We should have given a whole episode to Swan's. <laughs> Well, you recall, you recall Simon, um, our, mm-hmm. our famous recurring segment, <laughs> um, Desert Island People. Yes. I didn't know if that's yes. going to come back or not, but we're scrunching around. What's between our f- segments and our recurring segment? It's the third time. Okay. We're scratching around. I mean, you're blowing on about swans with clearly nothing <laughs> to say about swans. So, I feel <laughs> like, um, so Desert Island People is where we say, we, um, say we're trapped on Desert Island, we have to select two people to help us escape from a particular category. Uh, mm-hmm. Which which two would they be? Yeah. Um, previously, well, you'll remember uh, we had uh, fictional animals, and yes. uh, and we had redheads. Yeah. Um, I am going to say it is going to be uh, friends guest stars. All oh, right. So, do you want them as the actor or as the character? Ooh, good question. I'm going to say um, 
I'm going to say the actor. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry about that. Yeah, no. <laughs> Actually, do I... No, it's got character. Character's better. Oh, there's a switch up. Mm. Okay. 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 <laughs> I, see it's, um, I see it's really helped you marshal your thoughts. <laughs> well, I was going off into other territory because I was going to go Bruce Willis, but I don't think I want him as the character. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, so, I'm going to start... Does recurring guests count? Yeah, sure. As long as it's not one of the main six, I think I'm going to go okay. with it. I'm going to go with David the Scientist. Ooh, yeah, smart. Smart. Yeah, because I feel like he'd be good at science stuff. I can't remember, I can't remember what branch of science he did. No, I'm not sure they ever made it clear. But, um, <laughs> but I'm going to say inventing is involved somehow. Yeah, the well-known branch of science, inventing. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking how you to do with swans, but I realised that swans aren't relevant right now, so that's fine. <laughs> we don't need any swans. It would probably be making uh, it too difficult to make it swan related, yeah. <laughs> and here's a curveball. Okay. I'm going to go with Emily's ex boyfriend, the rugby player. I was watching that episode today. Ah, I've not seen it for years, but he is strong and athletic and will be good at all anything that that's needed. So I've got brains from David, I've got brawn from the guy whose name I don't remember. Uh, Liam. I couldn't have told you that uh, yesterday, but uh, so having just watched okay. it. And I, th- I think that's a pretty unbeatable pair. Yeah, although Liam does have a, a dodgy. Uh, oh, he does have a trick ankle, or doesn't he? Yeah. Ankle or something. Knee, maybe. Well, he's, he's recovered from that. He's, he's gone into. Right. He's done intensive physiotherapy in the past. Oh, he's probably quite old now, isn't he? <laughs> I, I think we're, we're going to set them as the, when they were in Friends. I think that's really <laughs> okay, incredible. Cool. Um, well, I'm going to start with um, uh, Phoebe's old boyfriend, as played by Charlie Sheen. Um, oh yeah, the chicken pox guy. The chick guy with the chicken pox, but who also um, lived and worked in submarines, and mm. therefore may be able to like communicate with a submarine somehow. I don't know what, like sort of like a dolphin. Oh, they both use sonar. Why not? <laughs> I mean, he might have like a, pho- a the phone number of a submarine and a phone <laughs> <laughs> and, and a phone. Yeah. Um, Great. So, I mean, you definitely want actor, sorry, character rather than actor with old Charles, Charlie. Yeah. yeah, I think as a as an actor, he's not going to be any help to anyone. Um, and to be honest, whilst I'm doing Phoebe's ex partners, I'm going to go for Duncan the Ice Dancer, just in okay. case, just in case the sea freezes. <laughs> right. He's, I like. I can't. You, I can't ice skate. I was going to say, but the fact that he can, how will that help you? He can like carry me. I mean, he might do You probably have to do that in ice dancing, don't you? I mean, usually people are lighter than me, but still. That's, uh... I feel like you can already just walk across the ice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I came very close to just going, going the duck. <laughs> it seems like of all the eventualities that you're preparing for, <laughs> the sea freezing over. <laughs> it's maybe one you could have left down the list of it. Yeah, now that you made that point, it does seem... <laughs> But he might have his ice skates with him and... They're useful for cutting open coconuts, as uh, as we learned in Castaway. Dude, we have not seen Castaway. You've... You don't even like coconuts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stuck on a desert island. I'm not. I'm not going far. <laughs> You've come around to coconut actually, but haven't you? Yeah, no, I don't mind. I don't mind some coconut flavored stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm, okay. I should have gone for the duck. I mean, maybe that duck would just be like scree him up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. I think we've chosen pretty well. We've got all men, which is quite sexist. I'm not going to choose Janice. That would be <laughs> no. unbearable. Which, if I was going to pick a woman from... Um, who would I pick? I mean, I do love 
Jennifer Saunders' character. I think it would be quite demoralising to be with her. He played Emily's mum, just mm. insulting everyone, just for the audience there. Uh, yes, yeah. Yeah, none, I'm trying to think, a few of the female guest stars, none of them strike me as people who'd be very good at rescuing us from a desert <laughs> island. Um, maybe I should have gone, and there's not a woman, but maybe that really rich guy that the, that Monica dates, because he could just like... Oh, Pete Becker. Yeah. By the sea or something. By the sea. <laughs> that's good, that's good thinking. <laughs> um, I don't know what rich people do. I'm going to go with um, the girl who hits Joey. She seems strong. <laughs> that's something that could come in handy. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Great. Oh, Rachel's dad owns a boat. <laughs> oh, yeah. The boat got rust. You know what rust oh, does yes. to boats? Gives it a... What is it? Nice antique look, I think. Was it? Rust is boat cancer. You come for the comedy, you stay for the half-remembered friends quotations. Is that why people come to this? Okay. I don't know. I don't know why you're here, guys. Fill out our survey monkey. Mm-hmm. We don't have a survey. Um, and on that petering out, uh, it is, uh, <laughs> I might go and eat another of those cookies. Um, oh, and terrible. we have been twins, and we have been putting the win, the win into, into twin. twin. Bye.